podcast number 77, Rain on Me. As mentioned in previous podcasts, we analyze the works of others to learn and grow as a composer. Form and analysis highlights techniques and architecture that can serve as a model to inspire and emulate. This song features Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande in a perfect example of modern song construction. The techniques used are not only applicable to popular songs, but to any form of composition. Certain compositions, such as this one, may be thought of as a textbook model, a miniature course unto itself for any songwriter at any level. First, let's look at the overall architecture. It's in 4-4 time, moderately fast, key of E major. The briefest of introductions, verse 1, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus extension. Verse 2, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus extension, bridge, chorus, and outro. Earlier I said the key of E major. Now, I've seen written that some people say this is C-sharp minor. However, I disagree. First of all, C-sharp minor is related to E major, but I will play the chords in E major in a second. Before I do, this song is based on two chords, C-sharp minor 7 and A major 9. First, let's listen to the key of E major and then those two chords. E major, F sharp minor, G sharp minor, A, B, C sharp minor, D sharp diminished. Now the two chords that the song is based on. C sharp minor 7th, A major 9. C-sharp minor 7 is the 6th chord in the key of E, and A major 9 is the 4th chord. The minor 7th is an extension and substitution of the 6th chord, which is usually used in major, not in a minor key. And A major 9 is usually a substitute, especially in jazz, of the 4th chord. For more on extensions and chord substitutions, please see episode number 73. These are some of the reasons, beside the melody, Predominantly in an E major scale, especially the note E is used almost exclusively for the main lyrical hook, Rain On Me. Now for the introduction. Some might say there is no introduction, there's just a sound effect and two claps. But actually that is an introduction because an introduction sets the tone, tempo, feel, and melodic hooks that might occur in the song. Actually, those two claps are used throughout and do become a hook. Through analysis, we see many hooks in a song, melodic, harmonic, rhythmic, and of course, lyrical. Sometimes people focus only on the main lyrical or melodic hooks. The ones just below the surface are just as important. I will highlight them as we go through this analysis. Verse one. Verse one is eight measures long, and is sung by Lady Gaga. There are four phrases, two measures each. The harmony, phrase one and two, the chords are C sharp minor seven and A major nine. There are two levels of chord rhythm in any song. The first level is how long the chords last. For example, in the first phrase, C sharp minor seven lasts for one and one half beats and A major 9 for 4.5 beats. 
Level two, the chords are not just held, but there is a certain rhythm applied. We hear the C sharp minor seventh chord played twice, a dotted eighth and a sixteenth tied to an eighth note, and then the chord changes to A major nine with an eighth note, then tied to a half note, then tied to a whole note. Let's listen. You'll notice how similar the chords sound. That is because in the C-sharp minor 7th chord, we have a C-sharp, G-sharp, B, and E. And then, as we change to the A major 9, the notes become A, E, G-sharp, B, C-sharp, and E. So, the right hand of the keyboard is only adding one note. Instead of B and E, we have B, C-sharp, and E. So, the chords are very, very close. As I have stressed in episode number 57, the hook, this is an important concept for all composers. Each layer becomes a harmonic hook. A listener will sense the chord colors, the flow of tension as the chords move from one to another. The second level is the rhythmic underlying motivic hook that is so vital in moving the work forward in time and space. These two layers form a bond that is similar to the foundation of a building where the first layer of paint an artist applies to canvas. All the colors of sound are layered above and are influenced by this first layer. In so many articles and interviews, I have seen songwriters and producers say they will start with the harmonic foundation, add a rhythm, and then layer everything above. The melody, the voices, the instrumental counter melodies. Phrase one, the first two measures. The lyrics are, I didn't ask for a free ride. In all my podcasts, I mention I do not want to break any copyright laws, so please listen to the original recording. I will play some examples, though. We notice how the melody moves down an octave from the note B down to a lower B, possibly imaging the falling rain. I'll play that for us now slowly. As I have highlighted often in previous podcasts, the interaction between chord and melody create varying shades of color, consonance and dissonance, dark to light. Generally, non-chord tones add tension and emotion. In this first phrase, the first two notes are the seventh against the C-sharp minor seventh. Against the A major 9, we have two B-flats, the ninth, an E, the fifth, a chord tone, C-sharp, the fifth, another chord tone, E, the fifth again, C-sharp, the third, and ending on the B, the ninth. I will play this slowly so we can hear how each note changes its color against the chord. regular tempo, this is more felt than consciously heard, but it still affects you. For more on this subject, see podcast number 65, Moon River, Dissonance and Emotion. This is important for songwriters because if you have the same melody and change the background chords, you will change the feeling and emotion of the lyrics. We saw that in the previous podcast, Cardigan. I'd like to give you one more example. I will play the note G and change the chords and watch how the feeling of that note changes. 
One of the main techniques in modern songwriting is repetition. So if you repeat the same notes, but the lyrics are different, to change the feeling to match the lyrics, change the chords. The second phrase, the lyrics are, I only asked you to show me a real good time. The melody repeats phrase one exactly, except with the addition of three notes, E and two G sharps, for the lyrics, real good time, which uses the same rhythm as the chords. This is highlighted by the harmony is altered now that we have a B at 11 chord the five chord in the key of E. One thing we notice about the chords is the density and color of these chords. Melodically, repetition and repetition with variation are one of the most used and important techniques in songwriting, in fact, all types of composition. The last two phrases of the verse are exactly the same as the first two, of course, with new lyrics. The lyrics, I never asked for the rainfall, at least I showed up, you showed me nothing at all. Now the pre-chorus enters, sung by Lady Gaga, eight measures. Immediately we notice an intensification of the background. The bass enters prominently and the chords become more active and intense. Occasionally we hear that percussive clap in the background. The chords, the chord progressions, and the rhythm is kept. Also, once again, the phrase construction is the same. Four short phrases. Number one, it's coming down on me. Number two, water like misery. Number three, it's coming down on me. And number four, I'm ready, rain on me. We notice the lyrical repetition of the first and the third phrase. It's coming down on me. Musically, the first three phrases are almost identical. On the first and the third, the note B introduces the phrase. On the last phrase, the fourth phrase is a little different. I'll play all four phrases now slowly. So we see how musically and lyrically it makes so much sense. We have three statements and then the fourth statement answers or concludes the thought. In poetry, this might be considered a stanza. A stanza with four lines is called a quatrain. Musically, what I find really interesting is that the phrase construction is the opposite of the verse. The first measure of each phrase rests melodically while we hear an echo of the lyric ending the previous phrase. For example, at all, on me, misery, on me, on me. In the verse, for every two-measure phrase, we had music and then a measure rest. In the pre-chorus, we have four two-measure phrases. The first measure is a rest, we hear an echo, and the second measure is where we hear the melody. At the end of the first three phrases, we hear on the lyrics, on me, misery, and on me again, 
two notes, B to G sharp. At the end of the fourth phrase, we hear something truly important. The title of the song for the first time, the main lyrical hook, supported by three notes, F sharp and two E's. Notice how the rhythm mirrors the accompaniment rhythm. And for the first and only time in the song, we hear F sharp minor 11. This is the two chord in the key of E major. This chord supports those three notes. It's like shining a spotlight on that. One might say at this tempo, you wouldn't even hear it. But as I said earlier, I believe subconsciously you feel it. We see how the smallest of details go into making a great song. I'll play that chord now. I'd like to bring up two more subtle touches. First of all, all the chords, the top note is an E. Now, I know many who are listening to this podcast are not keyboard players, but just to know how one note is used so importantly, and throughout the song, Almost every time we hear the word rain, it's with the note E. It's almost like it was a pedal tone. I know it's not a true pedal tone. A pedal tone, if you're not familiar, is a note that is sustained while chords go over it or under it or through it. So for example, we have the E on top as many chords go under. They're not connected, but in a way it still is a pedal tone. Also, it adds cohesion to the whole work. Now, as the chorus enters the main part of almost every song, we have an elision. An elision is where two sections are joined. As one section ends, the other section starts on top of it. At the end of the pre-chorus, we hear rain on me, the note me. But then the chorus starts with a pickup on the lyric eyed with an octave higher E. Once again, the important note E. The chorus is eight measures long. As it enters, some important techniques become evident. The melody begins an octave higher, moving from that lower E to the higher one. Changing the vocal range is one technique to signal something new is about to occur. In addition, dynamics is scaled back, which is unusual. At first, we hear the voice accompanied by just the bass, and then the chords enter. For the first time, they are on the second half of the measure. The chord progression is also altered very slightly. It's more active with the addition of C sharp minor 7th. So for two measures now, we have C sharp minor 7 for two beats, A major 9 for two beats. Then the A major 9 is kept for another two beats, and then C sharp minor 7th on the last two beats. Same two chords with a slight variation. As with the verse, there are four two-measure phrases. Phrase one, the lyrics are, I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm alive. Phrase two, rain on me, rain, rain, rain on me, rain, rain. Notice how the main title, the lyrical hook, is reinforced in this section. Also, the notes are emphasized off the beat. 
the syncopation. Phrases three and four are the same as one and two, musically and lyrically. There is a slight variation at the end with the spoken words, rain on me, with added emphasis by the accompaniment. The ending is now continued and extended. The lyrics, rain, rain, rain on me, is repeated, spaced farther apart, reinforcing the lyrical hook. We notice the bass line continues from the chorus while the chords become much more active. Fragmentation and extension is a technique used in all genres of music. To fragment a phrase or a section and then extend it with repetition truly reinforces the moment. Also, in the first part of the chorus, we hear the claps on the second beat. And then in the extension, we hear it more prominently on the second and fourth beats. Now we have verse number two with Ariana Grande. The second verse is similar to the first verse in that there are four two-measure phrases with the accompaniment similar to the previous section, the chorus extension. However, the bass line is scaled back. The most significant aspect is that the melody is different. Usually the verses share the same melody with new lyrics, as the verse tells the ongoing story with the pre-chorus and chorus usually retaining the same words. The first phrase is two measures long, living in a world where no one's innocent. The second phrase, oh, but at least we try. At the end of the second phrase, there's a pause, and then she sings hmm on the note E. The third and fourth phrases repeat the first two with new lyrics. Gotta live my truth, not keep it bottled in, so I don't lose my mind. Then there's a slight pause, and we hear the lyric baby with the notes C sharp to E. Notice the similarity of the sections as far as phrase construction. Four two-measure phrases with the second two repeating the first two musically. As I mentioned earlier, through repetition and repetition and variation, the music gets into the mind of the listener. Pre-chorus number two. As the pre-chorus returns, it is musically similar to the first pre-chorus. However, it has been transformed into a duet. What is truly interesting that in the first pre-chorus, there was one measure of silence where we heard an echo of the previous phrase and then the lyrics, the melody. Now the second pre-chorus opens with the lyrics and the main melody, I can feel it on my skin. And then in the second measure, instead of a rest, we hear it's coming down on me, the music and lyrics of the first pre-chorus, not just an echo. So ingeniously, the first pre-chorus and the second pre-chorus have been fused into one. Second phrase, teardrops on my face, is answered with water like misery. The third is let it wash away my sins, answered by let it wash away. And then after away, we do not hear an answer or a resting measure. What we hear is a melisma. A melisma is when you sing many notes on one syllable, on the syllable way. Now we have chorus number two. It's the same as chorus number one with the addition of two leads singing harmony, which features shifting intervals such as seconds, thirds, fifths, sixths, and sevenths. 
Rather than keeping the same interval distance apart, this creates varying degrees of color and weaving tension and calm on different lyrics, especially whenever rain or rain on me is sung. As in any great work of art, whether it be a painting or a sculpture, the littlest details make the difference. The chorus extension this time, as with the previous extension, the music is the same as the lyrics keep reinforcing the title, Rain, Rain on Me. However, the melodic short phrases, we can use the term cells, are altered, but the intent is similar, to keep cementing the lyrical hook, Rain on Me. The bridge. The bridge is 12 measures long, subdivided into two sections, eight measures and four. The modern bridge is a section which usually introduces something new in terms of melody, harmony, rhythm, instrumentation, either some or all. It breaks up the verse, pre-chorus, chorus pattern, adding in variety and freshness. As far as placement and construction, here is a classic example of a modern bridge. See podcast number eight and number nine. In the first half, the first eight measures, everything changes. Now, even though they still have the same two chords, C sharp minor and A major nine, they are held much longer. Notice how the dynamics have been brought back to a medium soft. We feel an emphasis on every quarter note B. Boom, 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 boom. The distance between the melodic phrases is also much longer. We have rain on me, then ooh, and then hands up to the sky, and then alternation between spoken words and sung. I'll be your galaxy, I'm about to fly, rain on me, tsunami, hands up to the sky. As we hear these lyrics, hands up to the sky, we enter into the four measures which prepares us for the re-entrance of the chorus. You'll notice the music is similar to the chorus, but the melody continues the alternating sung spoken style of the first half of the bridge. So in other words, the melodic construction is consistent throughout the 12 measures of the bridge, but the harmony is broken up into eight plus four, with the four preparing us for the chorus. There are two techniques I'd like to highlight here. The first is what we call augmentation, in other words, doubling or extending certain elements of a composition. In other words, stretching time. The opposite of augmentation is diminution, where you cut things in half. The second is overlapping elements or dovetailing. This is used to make the transitions smoother. Of course, you might want them to be sudden, a shock or a surprise. I have found in the music of Beethoven he was able to combine anything he wanted, no matter how distant or unrelated they may be, by maybe keeping the same harmony and changing the melody, or a bass line that would overlap two very different sections. Also, I wanted to mention the last four measures of the first part of the bridge, the eight measure section, has only one chord. The great opera composer Wagner would sometimes hold a chord for a long time, making time stand still. These are techniques that can be used in all modern composition. The chorus. We hear the chorus duet one more time, and then another extension, which becomes the outro. With the lyrics, I hear the thunder coming down, won't you rain on me? 
I hear the thunder coming down. Won't you rain on me? Rain on me. At the end, spoken for emphasis, and the song comes to a definite end, does not fade out. The techniques highlighted in this podcast are a model of how a modern song should be constructed. Creativity and musicianship of all those involved is at the highest level, especially Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. They both possess amazing musical gifts, which is evident in all their works. I thank you so much for listening. I have videos on YouTube dealing with other aspects of composition. I would like to end with a quote by M. Sharma. Infinite emotions, one solution. Music has the power to all. Thanks again for listening. Take care. Joe.